Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Gregor First Mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, I know we had Patrick connected right there at the beginning, and then all of a sudden he split. So he, he was probably uh, intentional. Uh, he's had enough of us, you think, Barry? Is that what it is? Uh, the captain, the one captain we had to navigate the latest boating news and information today has already jumped ship. What, what does that I- mean? I think the pizza delivery guy just stopped by and dropped off a pie for him. Oh, you think that's what it was? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We will see. He's trying to log back in. And uh, I, I guess, uh, well, you had to give give him time to, you know, uh, give the driver a tip, right? That's pizza. right. No anchovies, you think? Or no. What? The, the, the best tip he could have is buy your boat now because you may not be able to get it later. Okay. We'll go with that. I see him now, so everyone else can on Facebook Live and YouTube, Twitch, you name it. We got it. And Patrick is back. Are we? Are you back? I think uh, okay. I don't think I ever went away. <laughs> I, I, I think you went. Uh, Barry said you had to go away and answer the door and get your pizza. So I do not eat pizza, but uh, oh, God. so he just orders he a side of anchovies yeah. and then nibbles on them throughout the uh, the broadcast of the world of boating. Kind of brings Even him closer wrong. to the marine yeah. environment because you know the anchovies are fish, I guess, right? And an- anchovies are nothing more than bait. Okay, or little snacks. Listen, if you're gonna get if you're gonna get into the politics of pizza, politics, <laughs> it, it is dough sauce and. Pure 100% mozzarella cheese. That's it. Anything more than that, it's a oversized taco. Huh. Okay. Uh, Patrick has spoken, and we'll leave it at that. All right. Look, we got a lot of stuff to to navigate through. Uh, first, we got to kind of just update everybody on lobster season. Barry and I were out there trying to make the most of it last week. And, um, you know, we, we had two days as Florida scuba divers to go after Florida spiny lobster. And uh, you could get up to 12 a day if you're outside of Monroe County in Florida. And we were. We're in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea there in, in uh, Fort Lauderdale. And uh, I uh, limited out once again on the radio. Yes, he did. 12 each day. That's and, and how the, many I what, caught on the, the radio. The weather was, was absolutely gorgeous. It I was. I don't remember the last lobster season that started out where the waters were flat. Yeah. Yeah, we were at an event called Bugfest. It was the largest lobster diving event in the state of Florida. And uh, we had a blast. It was fun. I had a little and, and lobster cook-off, uh, ate a little lobster after we caught a few. Uh, yeah, after we and, caught a few on the radio, I should say. I gotta and and there's, uh, there. it, there's one other thing is that yeah. the regular season has started. It has. Actually, it officially started yesterday. And uh, now uh, it is in uh, full effect, so be careful uh, if you're a boater out there. You're going to see quite a few dive flags. Maintain your distance as a boater, and if you're diving, make sure you stay close to your flag and follow all the rules and all that kind of stuff. How many days in between the mini season and the start of the season? Well, about a week. 
a week and a I half. Think it's, yeah, I think it's about five days. Yeah. So what's the what's Six the seven. point? Well, uh, be, the point is. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, yeah, the point is they give us two days as recreational divers, Patrick, to go okay. out there and get a jump on the commercial lobstermen that set their traps that weekend. So, so every uh, the last Wednesday and Thursday of the month of July, that's when lobster mini season or the sport season opens up for forty eight hours just for recreational divers to kind of get a jump on the lobster, get a shot to catch them before the lobstermen set their traps that following Saturday. And then they soak them for a week, and then they start pulling them this weekend. So it's it's a way to kind of, you know, keep uh, the conflict between user groups of the commercial lobstermen and the recreational uh, divers, you know, a, a, you know, separate them a little bit, give them a little yeah, space. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure the commercial diver, the commercial lobstermen, don't go diving for them at all during mini season. Well, they're not allowed to. No, 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 as no, no, a no. business, what, what he's saying as as yeah. a, just a regular person, right? I mean, of well, they can. I, I'm, I'm sure they do. They go out there and they're hunt, you know they're figuring out where they're going to drop their yeah their them traps. and their then and them and their ten crew members from their their lobster boat, right? You know. Well, it's usually one <laughs> or two people. They, well, they, yeah. These are small mom and pop operations that run these lobster traps. Oh, so all, uh, these are the people Florida. that you're you're taking food off their table by getting no, to jump on. Just for the record, the recreational uh, <laughs> lobster hunters are, are uh, a small percentage of the lobster catch in general. Uh, it's, it's it's crazy percentage. I mean, cur- commercial lobstermen get way more lobster than the recreational uh, lobster industry. Yeah, of course they got to buy traps and they they're all registered. No, no, no. no. I don't. I no. Their limit is as far as size is concerned. We have a limit of six per person per day uh, in the regular means, season. In yes. the regular season, right now. And then, as far as traps concerned, if you ever go down US one in Key Largo, Key Key, uh, all the way down the Keys, you will see hundreds of traps stacked mm-hmm. up, ready to go. Yep. Uh, waiting oh, I thought those were just in for order. indoor indoor outdoor decor. Yeah, uh, they could be. They double. Yeah, they use the <laughs> they double for that. Sure. They make yeah. nice tables. Yeah, do do not stop on the roadside and start picking up lobster traps. No, those little tags on them, you get in big trouble over that. Oh, you get shot. <laughs> that yeah, too? you don't you don't want to be messing with any commercial lobsterman's traps. They're they're pretty protective nope, of those nope, things. Nope, 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 nope. Both underwater and on the side of the road. Yeah, up same there. thing with the crab pots. Yeah, same thing. Exactly. Don't touch them. Yeah. But uh, you know, it was a good season. Uh the weather was great. Uh, a lot of boats. Oh my gosh! I mean, uh, you know, we we went and did a beach dive off at Lauderdale by the Sea, and it was interesting how all the boats were lined up on the third reef there at Commercial Pier in Fort Lauderdale. I mean, and literally, you could have you could have almost walked from boat to boat. They were stacked up on that line of reef uh, in South Florida. It, it, I hadn't seen it that busy in in a few years. Well, well that yeah. that line where the buoys are, that's really the second reef. The third reef doesn't have buoys. No, well, that's where they were. They were uh, they yeah, were on they the third the roof. Oh, third they were all the, all the way out there. Yeah, okay. yeah, they were out there past the pier, and yeah, we went out to the second reef. Uh, so what you're saying is, they listened to uh, our show about rafting up, and they were taking full advantage. No, they of didn't the raft up. Them. They they stayed just far enough where it'd be a it'd be a challenging jump from boat to boat. But you could do it if you're like a superhero, you know, or Ant Man or something, you know, Hulk. You know, it would, wouldn't be much of a challenge for those guys. But it, they were. They were stacked up. It was nuts. And, uh, you know, there were a couple incidents. I heard some problems where you get some divers and boats, uh, you know, conflicting. And that's never a, a win for the diver. I'll leave it at that. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, but overall, considering how many boats were out there and how many divers were out there, it was a, a very good uh, week uh, for for Actually, you know, just I don't having think- fun. There were there were no injuries or fatalities in our area. I'm uh, not sure if that's down, accurate, but I thought that was down in the Keys. Well, yeah, there was one in the Keys, but I think I heard of something down in South Florida too. But oh, you know, okay. who knows? I mean, yeah. it, you know, it happens every year when you get that many people together. You're going to have some problems. That's why we warned everybody before lobster season. If you're a boater, be careful. Know what the dive flag means, and if you're a diver, stay near your dive flag, and just don't assume all the boaters know what the heck your dive flag means. Because yeah. some of them do, some of them don't, and that's yeah. when you get, uh, you know, conflicts. And uh, and and once again, the divers are never going to win that uh, that battle between a boat and a lobster hunter or a bug hunter. Yeah, you hear what I'm saying, Patrick? Yeah. So, with all the boats that were out there, is there a rule of thumb for spacing? Because you bought up, you know, of course, being careful around divers, but mm-hmm. you've got boats that are in close proximity, and at some point. They're getting ready to leave. I, is there a is there a rule as to you can only one boat can only be so close to another boat if they're engaged in if they're running a dive diving? flag? It, it, you have to maintain a certain distance. I think it's uh, what is it, hundred yards? I believe three hundred feet. But, yeah. I, but I'm talking. But I'm talking about if they if they were out there and they're all anchored off the reef, mm-hmm. do they have to maintain that same distance, or are they a lot closer? Well, they're supposed to, like I said you know, maintain 300 feet away because the, if you're a lobster boat, he's saying if you have two, two boats, maybe they're buddies. There are, there are reef buoys out there and usually you'll see one boat on each buoy. Right. Um, Unless they're working, maybe two boats are working as a team. So they just raft it up together. I mean, mean, they could, yeah, they could raft up together, but I I mean, some of them put their dive flag on their boat. So it kind of depends. Well, you're supposed to have one on the boat too. Right. Well, I, yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't know. That actually is not a bad question, Patrick. I mean, because they do raft up some of them that right. are diving in teams. But I don't know. I mean, do you if if they're doing like that, and then the divers go out with their own flag, uh, Barry? I'm not sure if they have to have a dive flag on their boat. You see well, what I'm saying? Well, I was just if they're if they're if they're out in close proximity because you mentioned that you know there was there it was very densely packed and mm-hmm. could almost walk from boat to boat if yeah. you were in. in empowered with you know superhuman abilities right (laughs) yeah like Uh, me you know but if if they if they were as close as i'm thinking they were based on your description and you have let's say you got 10 boats in a row and three boats in the middle they're they they limit out they get ready to leave but you've got divers in the water around yeah uh just just maintain a safe distance we'll leave it at that for now all right more coming up You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Come on, babe, let's go outside and take the boat out for a ride. I'm ready, I don't want to wait. Cause the only time I'm feeling free is when I got that ocean breeze or kicking it out on the lake. Cause I want it, gotta have it, feel it in, yeah. Want it, gotta have it, gone fishing. No, you're not going fishing. Not on this boat. You're not going fishing on this boat. Get on board. Got the sunshine and a short line. It's a good life. Get on board. Get on board. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, ferry the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, TakeMeFishing.org. By the way, I saw them. I think they sponsored a uh, a putt-putt hole on Holy Moly, the TV show. Did you see that, Barry? You watch that show, don't you? No, I don't. Sorry. Putt-putt golf and uh, and fishing. I used to to play putt-putt golf. There was a, a place in Hollywood where we used to dive off the beach. There was a putt-putt golf there. Yeah. Well, I, I, if I got it wrong, I might. That'd be a slight chance of that. But I thought I for sure I saw, they, they even mentioned it, takemefishing.org, I think. And, and it's like a fishing uh, putt-putt hole they have on Holy Moly. Uh, great show. I love that show, by the way. You're a big fan, right, Patrick? I know how you love TV. Greg, I'll take uh, recreational activities that nobody engages in for $100. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Maybe they'll do that next and <laughs> put, sponsor put Jeopardy. But I, uh, I guess real go. golf is too hard for you. Well, true. Well, not really. <laughs> this is actually physical <laughs> golf. So they they beat the crap out of the the putt putters. So yeah. so you know, it's kind of like a combination of putt putt golf and that TV show Wipeout, where they got to jump across obstacles or be soaked by water cannons or oh, spit on by fish go, and stuff. Where the people willingly go and tear their ACL, MCLs. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, all the L's are out of here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, check it out if you want. Uh, it'll be running all season. But uh, it looks like the fishing folks have sponsored a hole on Holy Moly, the TV mm. show. Rob Riggle is hilarious. Big fan. Anyway, uh, boating-wise, you yeah. know, there is some things that we got to discuss today, I think. Isn't there, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, one is, you know, when like to think that uh, our astute and very, very intelligent uh, listeners um, really don't need our advice. But occasionally we may talk about something that maybe, you know, kind of like, oh, I didn't know that or give them pause to, to thought. You know, let's not give I, them the, the let's not give them the wrong idea that we're not going to provide our opinion, um, you know, out of uh, yeah, the goodness but, of our heart. We just do it because we are. But who we are, when we do this speaking from my standpoint and from Barry's um, that other guy that's on every now and again, uh, I forget his name. Uh, I think, I think he's got a boat. I'm Captain sure. Rusty, Mike, the Mariner no, not Rusty. Oh, let me, let me say this about Captain Rusty. Okay. okay. Uh, the, r- quick sidebar. All right. He's not here. Uh, so go ahead and talk some smack. Yeah. So if you're, if you've listened to the show, you know, Captain Rusty's background, you know how he got into boating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a great story. You know how he fell into this boat dealership, literally fell into it. Um, well, did he fall into it or fall off of boat? And no, then, literally walked okay. into the bank with a pie chart that he took off the internet and they handed over wads of cash yeah. for him to buy this marine. And here he is years later making millions. Yes. Doesn't but, have but, doesn't have time for us. So <laughs> but if you've if you've listened to Rusty on this, Rusty is the real deal. He's a genuine article. What you hear is really what you get. He he's a salt of the earth type of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh I probably haven't met anybody who is as pure and true to his word as Rusty. Yep. So I had a, 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 an issue with a customer up in the Jacksonville area. Um, his dealer was not a Volvo Penta certified dealer, and there was a Volvo Penta service bulletin uh, I won't get into, uh, but it was a, it took about 15 minutes to take care of. Um, customer was come, really just coming off the chain because we all know state of boating right now. You call for service. Even if it's a service bulletin, it's like, yeah, six weeks, mm-hmm. six weeks, six weeks. This guy was, this customer was so upset. I said, let me reach out to Volvo Penta. But before I do that, let me reach out to a buddy of mine. He owns a dealership up in your area. Uh, he's Volvo Penta certified. Let me see if he can help out. Now, not only did Rusty say, yeah, absolutely. We'll take care of him." Rusty said, give him my cell phone number. Really? How many, you don't even have Rusty's cell phone number. So, I mean. How talking about owners of businesses like that that right. would just avail themselves to a customer that isn't even didn't buy a boat from them mm-hmm. uh, hasn't hasn't used them as like don't call the store don't call the marina don't call and ask for so and so give them my cell phone number and I'll take care of them yeah that's customer and, service and sounds and like to, Rusty to me in, in that end I mean Rusty uh, really really outdid himself. Uh, so if you're up in that area, Jacksonville Marine, um, check them out because uh, that is the level of service that not that you should expect, but that you're going to get um, just at, at, just absolutely blew me away because that's the type of stuff that although you, Greg, would kind of say, no, this kind of stuff that I do, you know, and what, I know you give out that, your cell phone to uh, perfectly good strangers all the time. Not perfectly good, <laughs> yeah. uh, but 
you know, when they, when there's an issue like that, I've had customers that are out on the water mm-hmm. and um, leaving for the day and they're in the middle of a thing. It's like, listen, here's my cell phone number. You can get a hold of me. Give me an update. Let me know how you're doing. I can, you know, I, I can help talk you through it. You know, we'll go down the list of next things to check, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, there are those instances where I've done that. And then, of course, use the little feature on the cell phone so that I can block those numbers in the future. Mm-hmm. Like Barry, <laughs> so they're, myself. They're not calling again. Anyway, yeah. uh, when we get down to boating advice. Now, that's kind of the background that uh, myself and Barry uh, really come from. Is, yeah, we're going to uh, give it to you whether you want it or not. That's just we what we do. A, we, yeah. we give it from, a, from a, 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 a viewpoint, a standpoint of knowledge, practical mm-hmm. experience, whether it's been my 35 plus years working in the business, right. Barry's time uh, as as a boater himself. Yeah, uh, I'm never going to that, stop. That's not going to stop me, Greg. As somebody who frequents cruise ships, <laughs> um, th- that's the advice when it does get to that point that we kind of give out, and whether mm-hmm. you agree with it or not, it's coming from a position of practical experience. So this past week, I came across this article um, in the. Uh, uh, YW Daily, which was uh, this daily news for Southeast Virginia. And the uh, column is boating advice from someone who do, does not own a boat. Now, Greg, mm-hmm. um, when you were having your health issue, I'm sure that you did not go to um, your lawn maintenance guy and say, hey, you know, I've got this problem uh, <laughs> physically. Uh, what do you think it could be? <laughs> um, you know, and kind of go with his his advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to somebody who knows, somebody who's knowledgeable, somebody who's got been to college and medical school um, to make sure that you're getting taken care of. And, and, care and just of for the record, it was an ED. It was uh, I had a heart e- issue. The way you describe it, it's it's like oh. well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> being, I'm well, being very geez. cognizant of HIPAA laws, and I don't want yeah. to get on your bad side because <laughs> I don't know that it was I like five years ago. It was a century ago, almost. Now, how much further on your bad side could I get? Uh, uh, that's that's, a, that's a good deep philosophical. That's question. a different type of show that we're <laughs> yeah. not going to get uh, into. Anyway, all right. Well, guy. look, look. Hold on. We'll get to this uh, story next. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, is the boater. Rounding out the uh, crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right. When it comes to advice, we give it out generously here on the World of Boating. But Patrick has found somebody who's given it out that maybe shouldn't. Is that where uh, you're going with this or what, Patrick? Yeah. This is a guy uh doesn't have a boat, um, but is thinking about a boat. Yeah. But then came to quickly realize that there's no way he's getting a boat. Um but he decided to take a boat safety class uh, by the uh, Coast Guard Auxiliary, which give him credit for that. Yeah. But uh, this article that he wrote, uh, you know, I, I took issue with a couple things. Like? Um, one motto that he has is, I don't want to own a boat. I just need friends who do. <laughs> well, that's uh, most people ask Greg. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I think with Greg, that's kind of like inherent in his DNA. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like a condition he was born with um, versus this guy. 
And then he follows this up with, don't get me wrong, I am not a freeloader, which we all know, as soon as somebody says, don't get me wrong, I am not X, you most certainly are. Right. Um, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He goes, I'll throw in for fuel and always bring enough beer to share with the rest of the, yeah, great. Uh, bring, bring alcohol on a boat. That's, that's a good job. Well, whatever um, the captain uh, requests. Well, 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 well you got to be careful with that. Why? Um, well, because as the owner of a boat, you're not supposed to take any form of payment. Right. Then you'd um, be, cons- you can get into trouble. Well, yeah, I, no, liable. I'm just saying you if, could be liable. Something well, of like course, that. not for payment, but like, hey, uh, w- you know, we're going to go out and do a, a day boating adventure. Well, Captain, what do you need me to bring? Anything? And they'll tell you, like, uh, bring some, uh, you know, drinks for yourself or that some of the crew or whatever. Yeah, no, no, whatever chips, you want. Salsa. Bring for yourself. Yeah. And, and honestly, Greg has offered, and I'll say things like, let's, you know, you can buy lunch if you would like. Right. Or something like that afterwards. Yeah. Because he's always offered, you know, to pay for gas and all. And I've always said, no, uh, I don't want to do that. But yeah. uh, you don't want do to turn things. it into a charter and turn it into exactly. a business Correct. thing. Right. Yeah. So Understood. anyway, this guy who wrote this article, I want to get to the, to the kind of the meat of this. So he, he winds up the article. Uh, so it might be a while before you see it, me at the helm of my own boat. But until then, and I'll tell you what he said when we come back. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Guys, we have a situation. I broke the bathroom. How the heck did you manage to do that? We ran out of TP, so I had to use my shirt. Ew. Ew. Well, long story short, turns out that pipes on the boat are not BPT compatible. It can handle tidal waves that the stories talk about. And it can weather any storm. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. All right, so we give advice whether you want it or not. It's up to you how you digest it, how you use it. You know, Patrick has years of experience. Barry has his own boat. I'm here on the world of boating, and that's pretty much all I, I need to have as far as uh, credentials to share my thoughts on uh, boating ideas and and things. And and you take it for what it's worth, and I it's up decades. to you to how, how you digest it. But Patrick has come. You know, he has issue with this guy yeah. who, uh, who who shared what particular advice that you thought was inappropriate with his inexperience to, to okay. the boating industry or boating in general. So he wraps up his article. Uh, so it might be a while before you see me at the helm of my own boat, but until then I'll be happy to sit on a pier mm-hmm. and give free advice to any and all mariners who look like they need instruction. Sure. Why what not? What kind of advice then? He's watched a lot of YouTube <laughs> videos and uh, like, here's what not to do. Let, I, let, let me tell you, if he's going to be that guy, uh, he is not long for this world. Why? Everybody can share their advice. It's up to the person uh, to decide whether no, no, or not no, they're no, going to no. value it or not. No, no, no. You have to understand. Yeah. Boat ramp etiquette. Yeah. Um, it's somewhat tribal, um, territorial. And the last thing you're going to do is... Mark your territory? 
What? No, what is mean? go there and sit yourself down in a chair <laughs> and watch people and start giving out advice for somebody who looks like they may be having trouble because you're going to get yourself punched. You're going to be called worse. Captain Obvious. Hey, yeah, your, I mean, uh, your, your truck's sliding down the ramp. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Hey, okay. uh, looks like, uh, you know, uh, you should probably should throw a line out there uh, to, yeah. to keep the boat from, you know, uh, drifting out like that. There, so you're bud. saying uh, it's okay if he's out on the lawn chair watching everybody, you know, go in and out of the water, but that he should keep his comments to himself. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yes. And just keep it a spectator sport without yeah. comment, additional comment. Yeah. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. If if he wanted to learn, mm-hmm. I mean, because classroom instruction is okay. Yeah. Uh, but it does not beat practical experience. And as he does not, he doesn't own a boat. If you wanted to go out and just kind of be uh, Johnny on the spot, hey, do you need a hand? You know, uh, holding holding the boat. I'll be happy to get your lines for you. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll, I'll watch your boat while you you go. Uh, Park your uh, your rig and your trailer. Just mm-hmm. throw me the keys. Take it for a drive. Okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying that's a bad thing? He shouldn't do that. No, you you could do that. You could make yourself again if you wanted to get a little bit of experience as far as watching people. Yeah. You know, backing trailers in and launching boats and recovering boats and another set of eyes. Like, hey, yeah. I, I, I'd be happy to hold your lines for you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just out here. You know. Just kind of taking into fresh air. I don't have a boat. I'm trying to learn everything I can. You'll probably find that there's going to be some people that would, one, willingly accept the help. And two, would probably take a few minutes to impart some of their practical knowledge to okay. somebody who doesn't boat versus somebody who's going to sit there in a, in a lawn chair and just make themselves to be a nuisance. So don't do that. Well, I, I still I'm a, I'm a little confused. Of course I, you I, are. Yeah. I did that as a kid. Uh, I used to hang around Pelican Harbor Marina and the boat ramps there. Yeah, during the during the weekends, and I would just sit there. And if someone, hey kid, you know, help me hold this line or something like that, right? I'd be glad to do it. You know, they they give me a coke or they you know give me a cup, throw me a couple of bucks, and yeah, and that's how I learned. Okay, well that that's fine, but what I I don't understand well, what this writer what is this offer. writer said he's going to do differently than that, Patrick? That's what I I'm not getting from what you're you're saying, the guys. Uh, doing he's gonna you know share advice he shouldn't be giving is that what he's saying he he's gonna no, do he has no advice to he, he's he gonna ha- give advice from a class that he learned yeah you, to people you who are actually have got years of boating under their belt that, but that's know, what like, he said he's gonna do he's gonna yes. sit there and yes. and give him give boating yes. uh tips to people when he has yes. no boating skills himself really correct yeah he took okay. a class and now he's an expert hmm. okay yeah. I well, mean, yeah. it's great that he took a class. You know, a lot that, of people buy boats and never take a class. Right. So and, he and, took and, and that's the first thing I said. You wanted to learn more. He he went and he took a class. More mm-hmm. power to him. Coast Guard Auxiliary does does a great job. You know, any of those, the Safe Boating Foundation, any of those power uh, organizations, it's time well spent, even if you just picked up a couple of things. Um, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, it should not make you feel like you are now qualified. Look, I watch Marcus Welby MD. I can go and <laughs> I'm going to go hop into an operating room and Oop. instruct the, uh, the surgeon on how to uh, perform this. Uh, ah, uh, I get it. All right. So yeah, you wouldn't necessarily want uh, an actor who plays a surgeon on TV to perform the heart surgery that you're scheduled for. Uh, Especially one that, yeah. that hasn't been on this earth in a long time. 
Yeah. So, you know, mm. don't, don't do that. Okay. Uh, now, Greg, I know that, uh, you're not that far off from retirement. Okay. Thank I, know, you. I know, I know, I know you're, I know Forced you're retirement. I, I, I know, I know you're looking, um, there is a superb piece of real estate that has come up on the market. Oh, um, that you would probably want to take a look at. Uh, and this story and all these stories have been posted on the World of Voting Facebook page, which uh, through the magic of the internet mm-hmm. appears simultaneously on the World of Boating dot uh, com webpage. So if you have not checked us out, please check us out and uh, pay special close attention to our sponsors because they are who keeps us on the air. Um, there is this fortress. It's a former army fortress located in the English channel. Yes. It's a more of a lair, isn't it? It it is. Mm -hmm. It has been converted into a luxury Island Oasis. Uh, It's called Spitbank Fort. So first thing we got to do, change the name. Yeah. Spit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm sure somewhere in the English lexicon, it, it, it's probably got a storied, uh, uh, just a glorious history, but for us Americans, Spitbank Fort, no, not going to work. Um, so it's one of three man-made islands built in the water surrounding the Isle of Wight by the British military during the 1860s and 1870s. Hmm. Okay, so it needs a little uh, update. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. It needs a new name. Spitbank Fort was purchased by entrepreneur Mike Clark back in 2009, who extensively refurbished the 33,000 square foot three-story property, including oh. a freshwater well, uh, rooms. It's got a library, uh, two kitchens, a dining room that can sit 60, a sauna, a training center, a pool, two sun decks, a fire pit, and a crow's nest, mm. which, Greg, we could hang a rope from so that you could swing. Um, okay. That overlooks the rest of the property and well, lets you watch. The, I think spot. that's the prison for the uh, for the people that you uh, you know take under your control. You put them up in the tower, and then they escape by growing their hair, hair out really long and sticking it out the window and crawling out to safety. And that what that Rapunzel? is? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, how far above sea level is this? So I mean, could it could it deal? It's right at sea uh, level. If it's an island, Barry. Come on. No. no, no. <laughs> no wait, wait. Jamaica doesn't have mountains, huh? It's in the uh, water. It's an island in the water that they built. Yeah, Hawaii is an island in the water. Okay, but it has mountains. How how high above sea level is this house, or is it down at sea level? It, it is it's at sea level from at, what I saw. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've got boats that pull right up to it. It, it's uh, kind of like yeah. a water world kind of thing. I saw the picture of it. Yeah, it's, it? it's, it's pretty neat. But it's, it's, uh, it's all neat. self-contained. So it looks like, you know, a giant disc or, you know, a fort uh, kind of thing. But you know, it's, it's round, like, a, you know, just a big round disc. Yeah. Could be a UFO. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Those, you uh, could land in, in, a, in it maybe and. and and you may very up. well you may very well need that uh, as we you know it's a, it's enough with COVID and all that everything that we've been going through mm-hmm. uh, the last year and a half or so, um, and we're all uh, probably pretty aware of the drought conditions out in the uh, west coast of the United States. Got it. Uh, as Barry and I were talking about during the break, they've got one hydroelectric dam that is shut down mm-hmm. um, due to lack of water, and just when you think it was safe. To go back into what water remains, oh no, 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 no. 
if you're out in uh, South Lake Tahoe, officials are closing some areas on the south shore of Lake Tahoe after some chipmunks tested positive for the um, plague. The plague? The plague. Mm. It, it, if that can't be good. Been tough enough, the plague has come back. The chipmunks. So, uh, chipmunks they're not just yes. uh, barreling holes through golf courses these days. They're those spreading. Would be golfers. Yeah. It's uh, not Alvin, you, Alvin and the. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's chipmunks, chipmunks are the ones you sing. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> they're so cute. How could they be so evil for the rest of us? I don't know. We'll find out more about this next. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast here's the boat and here's you do you want to be in the boat yeah hello that's life on a boat when I'm born, it's the perfect kind of joke. I'm living it up and never giving up life on a boat. Well, you're in the right place. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew. All right. So, um, I don't know. Where are you going with this story, Patrick? I'm not quite sure. Uh, that was kind of it. Just uh, okay. kind of highlighting uh, the challenges that are facing the uh, boaters, especially out west. I uh, did want to take a moment to uh, 
kind of celebrate or uh, wish a belated happy 231st birthday to the U.S. Coast Guard. Whoa. Congrats. Say Salute. don't look a day over 45. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but this past week was the 231st birthday uh, for the U.S. Coast Guard. So uh, We thank them for their service. We indeed we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that have uh, continued you know, in the, uh, the boating end, um, uh, let's see. So out in, uh, back over to the UK, um, Scottish police have been, had to warn the public not to disturb and chase dolphins and whales in the water. Um, wait, who had to warn these people? The Scottish police. Ah, yeah. So, you know, the thing is you're going to go out, you're going to, you want to observe, marine life um do just that observe it yeah keep your distance be respectful and don't go trying to chase them down um don't go chasing dolphins in the scottish waters off ireland no Ever since he got yes, the, guitars, the Scottish waters <laughs> off of Ireland in Australia. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly, Greg. Yeah. And you know, I'm on meds. You see this big scab I have on my forehead on Facebook Live and, and oh, they, uh, uh, YouTube. Did more surgery on your brain? No, my wife hit me with a frying pan and these. Oh, are fantastic. So, I wish it was video that. So sorry <laughs> about that. I might uh, blurt out nonsense every now and then. So. We we've talked in the show uh, in the past about the uh, uh, the continuing issue with derelict boats or boats that you know we certain areas of the country uh, because of the cost of rent um, homes not being available so on and so forth people are buying uh, boats sometimes at auction as long as they float and take them into these mooring fields and anchorages and living on them living quite cheaply. Uh, and of course, not doing any of the uh, the maintenance or the upkeep to keep them uh, afloat, yeah, um, operable, or from looking like they just came out of uh, the movie Waterworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was this one. It was a uh, uh, it was a fishing boat that this guy was living on. Uh, they describe as semi homeless. Um, they tried to get this guy off the boat. He wasn't doing anything wrong. The boat wasn't. You know, wasn't you know slapped with any fines or anything like that, but they realized that the boat was in a, in disrepair and it wasn't going to be long. And sure enough, it sinks. Hmm. Um, the question is, um, and this was from the city: the amount of time and money we'd spend on attorneys would far outweigh the funds we might recover because we probably never get anything. That's in relation to going after this guy for the uh, the removal of this boat. Um, and getting it, you know, properly disposed of, which means that the taxpayers wind up bearing the brunt of this. Uh, any thoughts on that, guys? As to how to take care of these derelict boats? Sink them, at, at, turn them into at, artificial reefs, problem solved. Yeah, but you Sight know how unseen. <laughs> no, you know how expensive it is to create one of those. Well, yeah, but if it just sinks, you know. Yeah, I mean, and the, the well, the issue with fiberglass is it could yeah. be harmful to the environment, well, so you don't want to do that. 
and the uh, chemicals and, you, and, and everything. And you'd have to have the fuel tanks removed and the engines removed and you know mm-hmm, anything else mm-hmm. that may be you know uh, deemed harmful to the environment. But when these when these vessels do go down or when they're just out and out, eventually abandoned, it's the taxpayers that are being on the hook to pay for you know these things getting taken care of so it it, it begs to ask you know what these uh, municipalities these communities can do in situations like this because again the guy doesn't have any money to begin with that's why he's described as semi-homeless and he's living very cheaply so what's what's the recourse i mean do you start to close off these anchorages are you then doing uh, boarding the boats and you know perform, performing safety inspections and you know I know there was a marina up in Sanford not the one that Mike's at uh, one a little bit to the uh, north of there that when it came under new ownership because there were people that were living in that marina that probably hadn't opened up their engine hatches in ten years notices went out if the boats are not seaworthy and operable they will be removed from the marina as uh, they should. And so, I mean, you saw people scrambling for about a month, month and a half, trying to get all their systems working, mm-hmm. engines running, boats cleaned, you know, because a lot of them were green with with, with mold and mildew and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, is especially up in that area uh, of uh, the state, was a very inexpensive way to live. Because um, I'm never taking the boat out. It, this is just where I live, and I go to and from work and I come back and this is a lot cheaper than an apartment or owning a home and I'm not going to do anything to maintain it. Uh, and if it ever gets to the point where it starts to sink or whatever, I'll just take it out somewhere, move all my stuff off and I'll buy another one. And unfortunately that's happened. You've seen that up on the St. John's from time to time back in these backwaters where you come across a boat that's been literally just set adrift and is up along the riverbank and is just fallen into a state of decay. Well, And eventually somebody's got to go out and get it removed and pay for it. Okay. Well, they're just going to be pushed farther and farther away uh, until they sink, I guess. I don't know. That sounds like a homeless issue more than a boating issue, but I don't know. We'll have to save that one for next week, I guess. And Until then, whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a, as boater. a boater. Save boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 